A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Peter has been teaching us that Christian character is the sign of Christian faith, not skill in ministry or having a a good reputation in the evangelical world. No, it is about our hearts and our characters that demonstrate the true nature of our faith. And a saving faith will be a faith that changes our characters. It's Friday the 15th of June. I'm going to read again 2 Peter chapter 1, starting at verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. So there Peter has presented those seven characteristics that uh, should indeed display Christian character. But What is the reason for it? Well, he goes on to explain in verses 8 and 9. Peter writes this, For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, he's referring to those seven qualities that are the characteristics of a true and saving faith, Peter goes on, They keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities, is so short-sighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Now what Peter is doing here is very serious indeed. He is talking about a category of supposed Christian that is apparently ineffective, unfruitful, short-sighted, blind, and amnesic, who has forgotten all about what the Christian faith is. Now, I don't know if you've ever found yourself rather in that condition or you've encountered so-called Christians in that condition. But I would ask you to um, imagine, uh, say, the leader of a Christian fellowship. Imagine there's a, I don't know, a firm uh, in the city of London and there's a keen Christian within that firm and he's created a little Christian fellowship and he has a, a weekly lunchtime meeting where they have a gospel preacher and they invite guests. And he goes to uh, one of the uh, Christians uh, in the fellowship and says, look, I've got here a stack of invitations to our next talk. Um, Please, uh, would you mind distributing them uh, around your work staff so that they have the opportunity of coming along? And imagine that the so-called Christian who had just been given these invitations scratches his head and says, well, actually, I don't think any of them would be interested. Well, You might say, well, actually, that's not quite the point. This person is going to be preaching the gospel. So whether they're interested or not, we want them to come to hear the gospel. That's why we've laid on a nice lunch and got this uh, special invitation ready. And uh, he was then to say, well, uh, well, actually, I tell you what, there is a friend um, who I think is interested in church. So I might give one to him. And you're thinking, look, that's probably the one person who isn't going to be interested in something like this. If he's interested in sort of candles and the things that one normally, a ritual, the things one normally associates with church, he's definitely not going to be interested in some gospel outreach event. So do you see, there is a person who is ineffective, that they are perhaps 
unusable or unfit or unwilling or all three to be used in uh, a Christian work uh, because they've been strangled. They are unfruitful. They've been strangled by the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things. And when it says he is so short-sighted that he is blind, that's actually reverse the order it comes in Peter. And I want to just quickly point out what I think is rather interesting because Peter says he is blind and short-sighted. Obviously, that puzzled the translators and they have taken the liberty of switching that around. He is so short-sighted that he is blind. But actually, I think what Peter was saying was this. He's describing somebody who makes themselves blind. They blinker themselves deliberately to avoid the embarrassment of being aware of spiritual realities and the need to witness so that they become short-sighted, so that they are unable to focus on true spiritual realities. That's really, I think, what he is saying. Now, you see, there's a real danger that those who think of themselves as Christians can get like that. The pull of the world is so corrupting. And he goes on to explain that such people are amnesic. They've forgotten that they've been cleansed from their former sins. So those epic, transcendent truths that are bigger than the universe, the truth about sin, about the coming judgment of God, the truth about hell, the cross, the gospel, faith, forgiveness, adoption, heaven, the new creation, they've just forgotten all those things. And their gospel message has turned into some sort of half-baked message about social action or protecting the environment or something like that. You see what's happened? Because they haven't been pursuing Christian character, they have become completely ineffective. It's a very frightening picture of what can happen to people who think they are Christians. And uh, what is the spiritual condition of someone who is like that? Well, tomorrow we'll come back to that and we'll begin to see the seriousness of this need to develop Christian character. This is not some kind of optional extra for keen Christians. This is about a Christian's very survival. We'll come back to this tomorrow. Heavenly Father, what a horrible list of characteristics that we know have in the past perhaps applied to us as Christians. Ineffective, unfruitful, short-sighted, blind, having forgotten that we've been cleansed from our former sins. Father, please um, forgive us for having fallen into that condition and please enable us to see how to escape that condition and how to help others escape it too. Please help us to understand what Peter is saying to us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.